Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Mel. I grew up playing outside. And I grew up doing something meaningful, watching movies and TV. I never had cable, and we finally bought a VCR about the same time DVD players hit the market. Throughout our marriage, Mel has sadly missed many of my pop culture references and movie quotes. So it's time to catch up on all the films I missed. Good evening. Hey. How are you? I'm great. You seem quite chipper. I'm ready for a movie, man. Uh, all right, woman. <laughs> Do you know what we're watching tonight? Nope. <laughs> Sorry. I don't think you knew until I, a few minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> I totally knew. I totally planned it. I knew we were going to watch, and I completely forgot. So <laughs> it was very suspenseful for me, too. Ooh. But now I do know what it is. So you don't know what it is. Clue me in. Let me know. You want me to give you a hint? Sure. All right. Something kind of momentous happened in Yardland this week, which kind of triggered me to want to watch this movie. Does this movie have groundhogs in it? Mm-hmm. Caddyshack. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen yeah. this movie? Um, I've No, I haven't seen it in its entirety. I know I've seen some solid clips. Yeah. Maybe it was on the TV in the background uh-huh. somewhere, some, sure. sometime, someplace. I mean, honestly, it's just impressive that you've been alive this long and you have only seen parts of this movie (laughs) because this movie is just, if you've ever had a TV that had, you know, networks on it. I haven't. It was probably, you had. had We had a flat rock that we looked at. (laughs) You know what? You really shouldn't take that for granted. Yeah, that's funny. Thank you. <laughs> that joke was solid. It was very solid. Rock like solid. a rock, yeah. Um, so you've heard of this film, obviously. Uh, how much do you know about it? What do you know? I know that like it's about golfing and there's like this, I think this, I think this woodchuck is kind of like, has an attitude and kind mm-hmm. of is like getting at the golfers somehow. Okay. There's like a war going on. Okay. Turf war. Turf maybe. war. And Chevy Chase is in it. Chevy Chase is it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know some of the actors. Okay. I believe so. And that's okay. that's the only one I know. Okay. No one has ever... So I, in my life, you know, I'll say, oh, I've never seen that movie. No, when I say that to this movie, no one's ever been like, we have to watch it. We're watching this right now. Sure. Like, no one's ever done that with me before. Uh, has it come up a lot? Have you mentioned to just random strangers at <laughs> bars? Like... No, but... Have you seen Caddyshack? <laughs> I haven't seen Caddyshack. <laughs> Was that like a shirt? I go you had? around bragging about it all yeah. the time. You can't brag anymore. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. So no one. Wow. This is going to be an interesting one to see your take then, like after the fact, because you you, you kind of have some loaded expectation here. It sounds like. I'm expecting this to be a comedy. Okay. Chevy Chase, obviously, and you don't think this is his dramatic? Term? Lots of like animatronic, animatronic <laughs> puppet okay. woodchucks. All right. No, actually, I probably will enjoy this more as, as an adult than I probably would have when it was out when I was a kid. I, I'm guessing. Well, I mean, that depends, but I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to add about the movie? No, I'm excited. Let's do this. Whoa. What, if you had to design a poster, what would your tagline be for this film? My poster would have like, um, it would be like a close up of like a golf hole. A golf hole, okay. That's what they're called, right? Where the ball goes in? Yes. Okay. That is what it's called. <laughs> Just checking. I don't really play. I know I you don't. don't. Play Obviously, golf. you're not a golfer. <laughs> so it'd be a, cl- a close-up of the golf hole with like the woodchuck popping out. Mm-hmm. 
And then maybe somewhere in the background, like Chevy Chase, like screaming to the sky. Okay. And I don't even know what words I would have on it, but that's that's my vision of this movie. Maybe four. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what that means. Do you? I know. I know what that means. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Something golfy. Something golfy. Well, let's go see if anything of what you just said is correct. Yes, let's do this. Let's check it out. Welcome to the Bushwood Country Club. The membership's exclusive. You think I'd join this crummy snobatorium? The help is outrageous. The madness is contagious. Bad language, fooling around in the course, poor caddying. But this whole place... Caddyshack, starring Chevy Chase as Ty Webb. Who is that disgusting man over there? A sportsman who really knows how to score. So what brings you to this uh, nape of the woods, neck of the wave? How come you're here? Rodney Dangerfield as Al Servant, a big shot. My dinghy's bigger than your whole boat! With an even bigger mouth. <laughs> hey, somebody step on a duck. <laughs> Ed Knight as Judge Smales, a man of dignity <laughs> and a sense of fair play. I've sentenced boys younger than you to the gas chamber. Michael O'Keefe as Danny Noonan, a caddy who wants an education and gets one. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. Cindy Morgan as Lacey Underall. She's got a bad reputation, and she's working hard to keep it. You want to tie me up with some of your ties? And Bill Murray as Carl Spackler. Uh, Just a harmless squirrel, not a plastic explosive or anything, nothing to be worried about. He's not crazy about gophers, (coughs) but he is crazy. License to kill gophers by the government of the United Nations. And introducing Mr. Gopher as himself. Go for Caddyshack. It's all about swinging. Kiss me, you fool. But not on the course. Hey, you want to make $14 the hard way? Ah! Playing a good game. That's all he got out of that one. And talking a better one. Hey, I should have stayed home and played with myself. Taking shots. Ah! That was a bum shot. And making time. <laughs> Controlling your drives. Wow. And losing your grip. Ah! The man's a menace. Caddyshack, the comedy with... Are you all right? Uh, yeah, that was that was fun. <laughs> yeah? Is nobody worried about you? <laughs> Ain't nobody worried about me. I'm all right. Why you got to give me the fight? Yacht Rock at its best. Yacht Rock... It had a strong presence in this movie. Yes, it did. Yeah. It, f- it felt like a movie that needed Yacht Rock. First off, not everyone is familiar with Yacht Rock. Can you please explain what Yacht Rock is? Yacht Rock is music from a certain time. Yes. Um, that makes you feel like you're just floating in a yacht. Everything's smooth. <laughs> True. Everything's like cool. The music is smooth. Um, often the music of, is it Kenny Loggins? Kenny Loggins. Yes. He's kind of epitomizes Yacht Rock. Michael McDonald as well. Yes. Christopher Cross. Yeah. And if there happens to be a boat in your song, bonus Yacht Rock points. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's definitely the absolute creme de la creme of Yacht (laughs) Rock. Okay. But lots of Kenny Loggins songs. Laggins. Why did I say Laggins? Kenny Loggins songs. The music fit this movie really well. Oh, yeah. 
he's very uh, light and breezy in his songs usually, mm-hmm. which is funny because in uh, Highway to the Danger Zone, because, you know, we recently watched Top Gun as well. He much more serious. So Kenny Loggins, obviously, and I think he's rocked one, is like a mullet. He can be business <laughs> in the front and party in the back. So, yeah, this movie definitely showed he could he could party out. Yeah. yeah. He sure did. So I had thought that this movie was going to be mostly about like the war between a, a gopher. Yes. Well, I said woodchuck. I think they're the same they're thing. They're the same thing. Is that the same thing? Same thing. Okay. So they said gopher in the movie. I'll just go with gopher. Sure. Gopher. That's after I said that, I thought that can't be just what the movie's about. <laughs> like in the time it took for us to go and like sit down and watch the movie. Yep. I was already having misgivings oh, no. about like, yeah. that cannot be the only plot of this movie. And be- guess what? Yeah. It wasn't. It was not. It was a side plot it total was... to the actual story. Yes. <laughs> do you want to give us a quick summary of the film? Oh my gosh. How do I do that? Um, there's this, it's kind of like a behind the scenes of like what life is like for caddies mm-hmm. at um, a country club. Okay. Um, but because, because of that, it's like sprawling with all the characters that come in and out of the country club. So it follows one young caddy. He's trying to figure out what to do with his life. He's about to graduate. Aren't we all? Yeah. Yeah. What I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Someday. We'll so know. it yeah. follows him. But then also like all the other men that come to play at the club. Yeah. Um, there's like all these like little stories happening. And actually, I was just reading that like the movie was so long and sprawling that its original cut was like four hours long. <laughs> And the studio execs or whatever were like, this is like crazy. No, you got to cut it down. So they did. But then it didn't have like a story. It felt more like vignette, vignettes, vignettes yeah, yeah. <laughs> of like little comedy sketches. Mm-hmm. And so at the end, after filming, the gopher was added. To tie everything to, to together? To tie everything together. That is hilarious. So they wanted something like a, a continuous like thread. Like a glue. Glue, yeah. <laughs> so that's why we have the gopher. Wow. It, yeah. You know, if that were made nowadays, they would have just released it as a four-hour movie, I think. <laughs> they would just call it the extreme cut or something like that. Uh, maybe. And you know what? It's probably going to be in whatever anniversary, a, re- a re-release, and they're going to have the four-hour version of yes, the movie. Yes, they might still release it. It may already exist, One and I just hope. don't know. Do you want to see four hours of Caddyshack? I don't know if I want to see four hours of Caddyshack. <laughs> I feel like it was long enough, honestly. Like, yeah, yeah. It didn't feel like it needed to be longer. No, everything got wrapped up pretty nicely. Yeah. Yeah. And so much of it, too, was like that you could tell they were just kind of ad-libbing, you know? So I could see they how are. you could get four hours out of just people trying and throwing stuff at the wall, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of ad-libbing. Okay, so some of the little stories happening. Yes. Um, There was this, like, intense rivalry between one man and he was he like the it's owner Carl Spackler? Wait, or who which is he man the are you owner talking? of the club? He was the the, oh, the grumpiest judge? the judge. The judge, yeah, yeah, the judge. He's he comes to the gol- the club, he he cheats yeah. at golf, like yeah. he slices Yeah. That's a golf term I just threw down. You sure did. <laughs> what does it mean? He doesn't go the no, way no, you what should. Is, what does slicing mean? I think okay. slicing means like when you kind of go off to the side. Yes. Into good the job. woods. Good like job. Yeah. A slice. Well, it doesn't have to go into the woods. It's just when you're going off to the side of where you're intending to yes. hit. Yes. Good job. I learned something. You didn't even know what a hole was at the beginning of this. 
So Caddyshack has already earned its stripes. <laughs> so he was like this grumpy guy. And then yeah. Rodney Dangerfield comes in. Yes. And he's this super rich man. Al Cervix. <laughs> Which right. was the dumbest joke that I did not get when I was a kid and saw his well, name. Why would you? Oh, I w- it's good I didn't. But it was just <laughs> such a stupid, funny joke. Yes. There Keep were going. a lot of stupid There funny. were a lot of stupid, funny jokes. Yes. Oh, Rodney Dangerfield. He really he's, did not sit well with you, did he? He's always bugged me. And I'm, yeah. I'm sorry to anyone who loves him. But he's just so grating. He's so annoying. I mean, he's yeah. He's really good at being annoying. And I know it's like a comedic act or whatever. But That's his whole shtick. Oh, so that's awful. It also is like the yin and the yang of the judge character being so OCD and, and anal and just so uptight. Mm-hmm. And then having Rodney Dangerfield's, you know, yeah. Okay, but I have loose. I have to give Rodney Dangerfield props because uh-huh. he did have some really funny lines. Yeah. A lot of funny lines. And I was just reading that he ad libbed a lot of them. Like when he, yeah. there's a, so there was like a competition between these two guys. And Ronnie Dangerfield, he just had tons of money. He was always tipping people. Mm-hmm. He was like, here's for the bags. Here's for this. And here, gain some weight. And he'd like throw some money at people. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they just kept trying to one up each other. Yeah. It was it was intense, their rivalry. Um, but there's a, a time when he comes into a party and he's like saying things to people like, this is a party full of dead people look yes. at the graveyards down the road like all of that was ad-libbed yeah. and that was funny yeah so as a comedian i respect he had some he's zingers. funny sure he's just annoying <laughs> yeah well i mean the fact that i think a lot of times two characters think of how annoyed you were with watching him mm-hmm. like it or not that's eliciting a response in you which mm. is good acting like, if you watch something and feel nothing, then that person's not really doing anything. But if you watch it and they're doing so good at being an annoying character, they're actually doing really well. It's super annoying to watch sometimes, but they're like, they're making your skin crawl or, or whatever it is. They're kind of like getting in your head. So, yeah. Agree, though. He's super twitchy and he is yeah. so over the top. He has like this kind of dancing thing going yes. on. And he's constantly dancing. Yes. It's like hard. It's so hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of him. I saw a little bit of his stand up when I was a kid. But um, I, I, I would, based on his character and what he did in this movie, I would probably think he had ADHD. Like he just couldn't sit still. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It might have been the partying. It may have been. I heard they partied a lot. Yes. On the, set. Yes. Yeah. The the fuel drug fueled parties and all that fun stuff. It was the seventies, so <laughs> was yeah. this the seventies or the eighties? This was the seventies, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so we have to talk about Chevy Chase. Oh, well, it was released in nineteen eighty, so it was filmed in the seventies. Yes, sorry. Okay. Just had to make sure. <laughs> Chevy Chase. He's great. He is great. He has great lines in this movie. He's hilarious. Yes. Yeah. There's Ty Baldwin. What? Ty Baldwin, that's his character. Or Ty Webb. Ty Webb. Oh, okay. Baldwins. I thought you were making a Baldwin. No, no, like, He's no. not related. Ty is Webb. He? What? He is not. No. <laughs> it's so funny seeing him as Mr. Smooth to me because yes. I grew up with him being like the dorky dad from National Lampoon's movies. Right. You know? yeah. 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 
So, yeah. But he also does in the Fletch. Have you seen the Fletch movies? I saw one Fletch movie. I barely remember it. Okay. All right. He, I mean, he definitely has a frequency and a uh, and a vibe that he would put out there. <laughs> Just the way he delivers lines, you yeah. know, and, and everything. Yeah. That's why he was only on like one season of SNL. He was on like the first season that he just left to go to movies pretty much. Huh. Um, he was just a golfer who's yeah. like inexplicably rich. He's just wealthy. Yeah. Okay. He has like <laughs> yeah. uncashed checks for $70,000 on his table yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, his caddy asks him, he's like, well, I don't want to work in a lumber yard. If you, if you, do you want to work in a lumber yard? He's like, well, I own a lumber yard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, I loved his lines. He made me laugh. So deadpan. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're funny. Uh, yeah, something about his character too. That's one of the things are the things I remember most about this movie from watching it. And first of all, uh, I clarified this to you when we were watching the movie. You were like, you watch this as a kid? Cause it has, you know, it's rated R. It's an adult comedy. Yeah. And I watched it as a kid growing up on like syndicated cable, which had all language and everything pretty much that could be slightly offensive scrubbed out. So whatever the cut is, if it's a two hour movie, it's probably an hour and a half on TBS or something. Hmm. Okay. So that's where I were how I was introduced to it. This is probably my first time seeing it all the way through in its our our entirety, you know, with the R rating. And um, but. His character, though, with the whole golfing and his whole Zen thing he had going on where he could just like do all this crazy, amazing stuff. Yeah. I remember being enamored with that when I was a kid. <laughs> like my parents are super into golfing. That's right. They are. Yeah. So they're super into golfing. And then there is this guy who is doing all this like superhero type stuff golfing. I'm sorry. Could you define superhero type stuff golfing? What do, what do you mean? Do you not remember the scene where he's talking to Danny and he's like, hey, Danny. And he literally like has four balls set up and he's just like blindfolded hitting it and they're all going into the hole. Okay. I just want to make sure that I understood what you yes. meant by superhero golfing. Yes. I mean, okay. blindfolded. Uh, he makes his noise and then the balls kind of like spin and stuff and... <laughs> So yeah. I've heard people my whole life making that. And I've never knew, like, why is this person humming? This yes. is a weird way to yes. move your voice. What is the purpose of this? That is it. It is channeling. Uh, <laughs> he just he just calls it. They actually, Happy Gilmore alludes to this, too. Oh, when they really? Do it. They're like, be the ball. Be the ball. Feel the energy of the ball. Like, I think it was Kevin. I don't remember Kevin something from SNL. He, he was talking to like Happy Gilmore and telling him to like how to channel energy and and be the ball and be a good golfer and be able to get it in the hole. I do remember that. I did yeah. see Happy Gilmore. Is yeah. it Kevin Nealon? Kevin Nealon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. It's totally, totally a spoof of, of, of Taiwan. It's all so clear now. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, um... You haven't mentioned Bill Murray yet. I don't well, I'm, yes, yeah. let's Sorry. get Keep to going. Bill Murray. Keep going, yes. Bill Murray? Wow. His character was really Ma- gross. He, he <laughs> was really so gross. I think a good word for him is skeezy. <laughs> That's a great he word. He was very skeezy. Yeah, his shirts were always dirty and the way he talked, like he was really good at this character. He embraced the character 100%. <laughs> uh, all the mumbling when he talked. Yes. Did that just drive you crazy? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite with him. <laughs> 
was when he was talking about like when Ty stops by his I don't know what to call it apartment. It's in like the shed and the yes. where the where he does maintenance. He just has a couch and stuff. Yeah. But when he's talking about like his business plans for the future and how he's like reading the manual to become a greenskeeper in about six or seven years or something like that. <laughs> oh, that was my favorite of his stuff. I like that part, but my yeah. favorite of his is earlier in the film. Yeah. Someone comes up to him and says. Look, there's 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 gophers. You need to take out all the gophers. Yes. You need to kill them. Yes. And he's like, Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but if I kill all the golfers, won't they lock <laughs> me up and throw away the key? <laughs> yeah. uh, that made me laugh out loud. That uh, was a big guffaw for that, me. That was a really good line. <laughs> uh, he um the animatronics too. That was the other thing that when I was a kid watching this movie, the gopher was super entertaining for me. Oh, yeah, for sure. That would be the appeal for yeah. the kids. It was very Muppet-esque and had a lot of, uh, you know, animation going on. Um, And it like dances to the yeah. music. Yeah. To the Kenny Loggins. Totally. And which makes complete sense because, of course, you're going to dance to Yacht Rock. That's just how it is. <laughs> um, Were you aware this was a Harold Ramis film? Do you know who Harold Ramis is? Is that um, name connected in your mind? Okay, so I recognize the name, but it's not connecting to anything. Well, Help me is, out. This is the first movie he directed. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to say Ghostbusters. I, Why do I want to say Ghostbusters? Egon. Is that him? That's Harold Ramis. Ah, yes! My mind did go there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. He um wow. he directed this one. He was one of the writers on it. Okay. And um, yeah. Follow-up film, he ended up doing uh, American Vacation, National Lampoon's American Vaca- Vacation. Oh, we've probably covered that, that that was him, but I'm still Maybe. surprised. I don't think we watched the Christmas one. That Egon. wasn't him. Yeah, Egon. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I don't, awesome. Have you seen National Lampoon's Vacation? Like the first one? No. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. That's got to be on the list because that one's even more iconic than this one. So Okay. Okay, sorry, digressing. Um, what else? Are you done with your summary? <laughs> we have a lot to summarize. There's a lot. It's going to be a four-hour summary, just like the <laughs> film was. Uh, oh, my goodness. I, You know, I never thought about the life of a caddy. Do, do caddies still exist? Yeah. First of all, it's crazy that you have enough money to pay another human to carry your stuff. Like, that's... <laughs> That's like luxury. Well, I mean, that's like saying you have enough money to pay another human to wash your dishes, though, really. Like, to me. Okay. Being someone who I was actually a dishwasher, and I actually worked at a country club. That was my first job. Was it like this? I would. There were no caddies. (laughs) (laughs) We had golf carts, which was a threat in the movie. They were like, you guys better shape up or else we're just going to get golf carts. (laughs) Yeah. So. Makes um, you wonder why they don't have them. Yeah. Um, so you, the, like just seeing like the behind the scenes of a summer job sort of mm-hmm. thing yep. is fun. And it like probably makes you think of your own summer job. Were you thinking about the country club when you watched yeah, it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. To answer your question though, was working at a country club like this movie? Yeah. And I will say a little, <laughs> a little bit. Like none of the people who golfed at the country club were crazy or outlandish or anything, but all the people who worked there you know, like they had a very, um, what what's a good way to explain the people in Caddyshack, like all the workers? They were very like, it's, it's not blue collar. I don't know what, how else to say it. It's like, like, it's, it's not carny level. No, no, no. But it's somewhat, it's somewhat, there's a, 
I don't know. They were just working, working folk, you know, okay. I, I, don't, I don't know how to say it. I was one, I was working folk. So <laughs> there's a culture behind the scenes. Yeah, exactly. Like you're, you have to put on a certain facade when you start your work and you do it. But like when you're behind, like, you know, in the kitchen and stuff. Yeah. Things are kind of a little bit crazy. and Or maybe you're hiding in the bushes betting on whether or not <laughs> someone's going to pick their nose or something. Yes. I don't remember doing that. No. But uh, there was definitely, you know, some some shenanigans that got up to. You get bored when you're doing yeah. a job like that. Yeah. So there was definitely some shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. Um, Man, have you ever been to like a country club before? Um, No. Okay. No. I oh, wait, wait, wait. You went to one, Tory Pines Golf Club. You went to that one, but... But we didn't, like, spend a lot of time there. True, true. No, we, we went just to... went for a food event. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was... That was shishi. It is very shishi. Like, you totally... It's like when you go to a fancy hotel. You want to feel like you are in a fancy, fancy time and doing fancy things. Like, that's how I learned how to fold napkins. Because <laughs> I used to have to fold hundreds of napkins for the table settings. Oh, I'm glad you learned that skill. It's a super valuable skill, especially now that cloth napkins are back in style. So, yeah. So, okay, let's talk about a little bit more of the movie. Yeah, let's finish summarizing. <laughs> well, the summary's done, but what oh, other good. things do you want to talk about? Okay. I, as part of the caddy, like, culture, yes, um, they had one day in the summer where they... They were allowed access to the pool. For 15 minutes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was like from 1 o'clock to one fifteen yes. caddy time. Yes. And that was actually my favorite scene of the movie. Why? Because uh, the joy of like that everyone just rushing to the pool and just like there's like the sudden abandon. Oh, like, yeah. It's our time, folks. It's our time, boys. Let's do this. You can't stop us. <laughs> great and then it was so weird too because in the middle of it there's this like water dancing choreographed <laughs> like water ballet scene yeah, that yeah. the caddies do in the, yes. in the pool that was just so weird and delightful and yeah. hilarious and most of them are in their clothes yes. they just jumped in in their clothes <laughs> yes absolutely except for that one guy who was the nemesis caddy he was wearing like the tightest Italian speedo, which was just <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> wow. So I that whole scene is hilarious, and then the, the way that it ends is that someone drops a baby Ruth candy bar yes. in the pool. Yes. And the way they filmed that—I mean, it's gross—but they think it's not a candy bar; they think it's something else. What do they think it is? It's something else. Something else. Use your imagination. Okay. What does a baby Ruth look like again? Um. You know, it's a candy bar. What kind of candy bar? It's a, That's it. It's a chocolate candy bar. I don't bar. need to go into any more Someone detail. may not know what a baby Ruth is. So I'm, it looks like a Snickers. I think everybody knows what a Snickers looks okay. like. Okay. But they use the Jaws music. Yes. Like following it with the camera and the horrified faces of people are screaming yes. and like backing off and yes. getting out of the pool. Yeah. And that ends the whole 15 minutes of fame in the yeah. pool. Yeah. It's that whole sequence is hilarious it's it was really funny it, it that one i i really enjoy that one too yeah and the fact that they <laughs> they drain the entire pool yeah in order to scrub it down sanitize it yeah and then of course we just uh, have to say that you know bill yes. murray finds it he discovers it's a chocolate bar and takes a bite so he takes a bite what, what else uh, are you gonna do so gross. it was probably good it maybe tastes a little like chlorine so <laughs> yeah so um 
What did you think about Bill Murray with the gopher? Like, how did that land with you as an adult? Um, I don't know, actually. I mean, I was relieved that wasn't the only plot of the movie. Sure, sure. <laughs> as a little, as a thread in the background, it, it served its purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's one of those, like, storylines that I think, like, people probably really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's funny, but it's, I don't know. What are you, what are you getting at? Like, what I was just know? curious if, if you liked it or not. Like, I remember liking it a lot more as a kid. I did not enjoy it as much as an adult. It, it feels like it's for a kid. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. It's just silly. Like. It's, yeah. Which but is it's, fine. It's and fine. But like the moments he had when he wasn't around the gopher, I think were way funnier. Yeah, like I see what you're saying. when he was doing his his fake, like hitting the flowers, like pretending he was in a golf competition. Mm-hmm. That was hilarious. Like yeah. he was I thought he was way funnier when there was no golfer involved. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, What did you think about the other thing that I remember as a kid? Like one of the scenes that just blew my mind was the whole like uh, I think it was a preacher or a reverend golfing in the rain. <laughs> I just I have like I that whole sequence is like burned in my memory from when I was a kid. Yes. Why? Why is it so? Oh, my goodness. Like, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, it was like whenever it starts raining heavy and there's lightning, you've got to get inside. It is dangerous (laughs) and you should not hold anything metal. No. Uh uh-uh like it is like you know you were trained it's like hot fire stove don't touch yeah totally and so this whole scene it's this guy like in torrential downpour golfing with like lightning storm going so it just like really like made an impression on me as a kid and then at the very end he gets struck by lightning (laughs) so it totally just fed into all the things that i had been told you know young impressionable mind why is it okay? Why have we been trained? I had the fear of this put in me as See, well. I know. Even to this I, day, if it's thundering, I'm like, "Girls, get inside." Yeah, the thunder's miles away. Yes. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I think it's because of unsolved mysteries. <laughs> and I'm not even joking. I think there were like today on unsolved mysteries, one in four billion people get struck by lightning. <laughs> And I just remember seeing it as a kid. And then, I don't know, maybe there was a string of news stories in the 80s that were like, lightning strikes people sometimes. But our parents, I'm I'm picking yeah. up your parents to this too, yes. like, were also deathly afraid of being out yes. in a lightning storm. Yes. And heaven forbid you are holding an umbrella. That's like holding up. I know. Um, I don't know. Like you, you're like Marty McFly. Like it's like begging yeah. you to be begging to be struck by lightning. We weren't even allowed to take showers when it was lightning because, <laughs> like, inside the house. Inside the house. I'm not joking because I swear my dad said this. Like water conducts, so it could come in through the shower. <laughs> that is horrifying. Are you allowed oh, no. to? Use, you're not allowed to use the sink when there's lightning storm. Oh no, that's fine. Oh my goodness. I think and it, also unplug everything. I think your dad just wanted to save on electricity. He didn't want to have to pay for the pump. He didn't want anyone using the shower No way. Anyway. He just didn't want you to use water. Oh my, word. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> Some deep-seated things we're discovering here today. So, um... Yeah. So, watching this as an adult, the, what landed best, better with you? Um... Le- I would what did you enjoy more? Probably just all the tie scenes. Those are my favorites. 
the tie? Who's tie? Yeah, sorry, Chevy Chase. Oh, okay. Those okay. scenes were just, he's just so funny. Yeah. Those are my favorite. I, the Rodney Dangerfield ones, I didn't like as much. Being loud and gaudy when I was a kid mm-hmm. was funny. But it's not as funny for me now as 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 an adult. I, I super didn't. The judge was kind of great on me a bit too this mm-hmm. time when I was watching it. So I think there was more I disliked as an adult than more that I liked. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, the Thai character, Chevy Chase, had that whole like, you want to be that person. They have like a carefree life. They just kind of don't take anything seriously and they just exist and mm-hmm. are amazing, you know. So it's like a fun escapism thing. Yeah, the younger guy who's like trying to figure yeah. out his life Danny, out. Danny, Danny, yeah. Danny, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was rooting for him. He was probably my favorite character. Oh, okay, I thought, like, yeah, because I mean, you definitely want the judge to just get his comeuppance. Yes. Like when, oh, we have to mention the, oh, the, the, the boat. whole boat, yeah, the boat on the lake, yeah. <laughs> the judge gets a new sailboat, yes, or a tiny it, little schooner. It's so yes, small, yes. And my favorite part of that is, I think I saw this clip before, uh-huh. but his wife is christening it and she <laughs> hits the bow yes. with, if that's the right word, with, she, the, bottle, with the, yeah. the wine bottle yeah. and it breaks off of the boat. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. I love just a, ga- a sight gag like that. I'll take that any day. Oh, yeah. Um, but then Rodney Dangerfield, of course, he's on the lake in this massive boat. Yeah. Um, and he's trying to drive it and just, it goes out of control. I don't even understand what he's trying to do. He's just over the he's top. He's just being crazy. He's got a party boat. his anchor drops right through yes. the new schooner, the judge's yes. schooner. Where was I going with this? You just, you just thought it was a crazy scene. That, I yeah. think that was it. Oh, I was saying that I wanted, I wanted the judge to have his comeuppance because he got a lot of comeuppance in this movie. Eventually, yeah, you want him to be put in his place. And yeah, you're, you're happy when he is. Yes. Um, but I was more rooting for like Danny, Danny mm. to just kind of figure his life out and get a good start. Like the whole Danny thread and being able to see what's going on behind the scenes and his family life and just his relationship with his girlfriend and stuff like Mm -hmm. that all felt like real. That felt like very real, like 70s, early 80s, like life. Yeah. Yeah. Just Mm kind of dealing with stuff and trying to claw your way up and kind of, yeah, just the cultures that, as we said earlier, kind of get created behind the scenes in whatever environment you're kind of working or living in. Whereas the the thing between the judge and Ronnie Dangerfield yeah. didn't feel real. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think the, one of the reasons for that is like a lot of the Caddyshack scenes were based on real experiences. Like the writers uh-huh. Uh-huh. were caddies and like, yeah. Um, so they were writing from their real life. That's crazy. Yep. I'm trying to imagine one of them having a... Uh, caddying for someone who had a stereo and a tv in their golf bag (laughs) when they had that little kid who was like picking up the golf bag that was funny gag too yeah and then later in the pool scene you realize the little kid wasn't like a 10 year old boy it was like a girl too which like they just did you notice that oh yeah i forgot about that yeah yeah yeah. what did your parents think about it i i just kind of feel like this movie is for golfers yeah i don't think either of my parents saw this film honestly what? My mom definitely didn't. And maybe my dad did. Never talked to him about it. How did your dad? He must I, have seen this movie. He must have seen it and not talked to me about it. I don't know. Huh. Not sure. Well, yeah, I feel like if if you were a golfer in yeah. the 80s, you would love this movie. Yeah, maybe they got into 
they had little kids in the 80s, so they weren't golfing a lot in the 80s. Mm-hmm. They got into golfing in like the 90s. So okay. maybe that was it. And it wasn't. It was far enough back. Yeah. Okay. Now it's the time for, you know, my favorite question. Because. <laughs> oh, no. What's, What's your favorite question? If any. Oh, my gosh. Messages. This always feels Do like. Do you think we're in this film? Feels like homework. It is like homework. You have to actually think. <laughs> what messages. What was the message of this film, Melissa? Okay, the first message that comes yeah. to mind, and that's that's all I give you because I don't spend a lot of time thinking about this. Oh, I can't believe you. <laughs> um, like, relax, have fun. Don't be so serious. Don't take life so seriously. Yeah. Like, um, you know, the the characters who are kind of like, um, who had favor upon them. Favor upon them. Movie favor upon them. The characters that you like. Okay. Um, Chevy Chase. He did not take life so seriously. He did not, no. Um It's true. The the winner in the feud between Rodney Danger Feud Danger Feud and the judge, it was Rodney because he didn't take life so seriously. He was like just relaxed and kind of just did things his own way. So I think that's one of the messages you uh-huh. can get from this film. Okay. There. Wow. Are you at, impressed? I'm very impressed. <laughs> and you're all like, I don't know. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not even thinking. Wow. Okay. Do you want to add and add anything to this? I'm just, I'm all right. <laughs> Be the ball. Be the ball. Be that the ball. Is it. There yeah. you go. If you were a character in this movie, like if you were plunked into this movie, who would you be in in the film? Like, what would your role be? Um, well, because I it brought it made me thinking about it made me th- I cannot talk. It made tonight. me thinking about. Oh my goodness! What does it make you thinking about, girl? <laughs> Did it give you the vapors? It made me think about my summer jobs. Sure. Um, which I were fun and I enjoyed. I enjoyed that this, that culture we were talking about. Yeah. So. Um, I think I would be a caddy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Would you have like a gimmick? A gimmick? Yeah. Um, being awesome. No, <laughs> but like a visual. I'm a hard worker. In this movie, though, like there were everybody had kind of gimmicks, you know, for the different characters they were. I would have been the girl that dressed like a hippie. Oh, like full on hippie. Like like bell bottoms and like okay long hair and maybe like braids and flowers in her hair. Okay, nice. That would have been me. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I would have been a saucy, like, uh, maitre d' or something like that. <laughs> what is a maitre d'? Oh, what, what would you, would you no be one, a waiter? No one actually knows. Okay, excellent. It's just the person who sits around the entrance and kind of pretends like they're important. Oh, them. I would have been great at that job. <laughs> I'm really good at that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So... And yes, I, I probably would have admired the hippie caddy from afar as well. That probably would have been part of my subplot storyline. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you glad or sad you saw this one? I'm glad I saw it. Now yeah. I know. Now you know. It's like it has like filled in some of the holes of my pop culture knowledge. I got that joke. Yeah. Did you like that? Yeah. It's not intentional. It's par for the course. <laughs> oh, you're funny. I try. <laughs> so, yeah. Glad we saw that. I'm pretty sure I had a dream after watching this where I got a hole in one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that happened. That's great. Yeah. 
Well, like all things in life, let's be the ball. <laughs> all right, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Na, 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 na.